0: the Huddle Podcast, it's Ricky, Trey, and Doe, the Blackbirds in the building for the special Draft Day Breakdown. What's going on, fellas?
1: Yo, what's happening, man? We're back and we are ready to do it. Let's talk about these birds. Fly equals fly.
2: All day.
0: Indeed. So we, uh, initially, as those that have been following the show, we were supposed to be the Blackbirds, based around the Eagles, so I thought it would be cool and appropriate if we broke down the draft that just happened this weekend. Uh, did y'all watch?
1: I watched some of it. I watched a little bit. I was I was in and out. The draft is just, it's way too long, there's way too much analysis, and there are way too many damn players in rounds. So, you know, I jumped in and I jumped out.
0: I can do yeah, it. Yeah,
3: I, I was kind of, sca- I was just scanning it, kind of looking to see when the Eagles would pick, or I think on occasion I might have caught Couple of the teams in the NFC East, but yeah, that shit is way too long to dedicate four or five hours for three days each. for but you know, it look it look right. I Like you know, we're gonna get into what we did in the draft in a second.
0: Well, the Eagles um, they drafted three offensive players uh, with the first three picks. They came into the draft with seven picks, ended up trading up, uh, and also ended up trading out. Uh, so. Ended up with only five picks, which kind of makes our job a little easy. Um, mm-hmm. We only really got to go through five guys that we need to kind of <laughs> give our feedback on, um, and you right. know with the draft we don't we don't co- follow college football that much, so it's very little we know about these guys outside of what uh, Mel Kiper and the boys are telling us uh, and a little research that we can do. So me going to Temple wasn't a whole lot of college football going on. Never really a big reason to continue to follow the sport outside of, you know, the big national championship games. So I peeked in kind of like you guys. Um, I was excited. I think we start started off by giving our grade based on what we know. Ron, what, what do you give the Eagles on this draft? Only five picks, uh, the least amount of picks out of any other team in the NFL, but mm-hmm. I thought it was strong.
1: Um. Based on what I know, right? I'm going to go out and give them a B. You know what mm. I mean, I think they've addressed addressed some uh, some places that they needed. I thought that we were going to, I thought that we were going to find us a new cornerback or, or somebody out there in the secondary. I thought that that was going to happen,
0: right?
1: Um, but you know, I I like what we addressed. I like what we addressed. So with, with that said and without delving too deep, I'm going to say a B. I like a B.
0: Okay, Dante, what you got?
1: Yeah, I um,
3: I say it, I'm a, just to be a little different than Ron because I think a B is probably general consensus. I'll go B minus. Um, like I think you said earlier, two, five players um, they ended up drafting. It's actually the second straight year um, that they did that, um, which is interesting. Just because the owner was talking publicly about how you know you kind of grow championship teams by you know having a lot of disposable picks and value. So picking five picking five players for the last two years is not exactly aligned with what the owner was <laughs> describing. <laughs> but um, he's I a
1: thinking. liar.
3: He's a liar, but um, you know, he's a you know it is what it is. But then I think Tues brought up another point earlier, which was, you know, the first three picks they they hit us with the offensive offensive players and I looked up something, that was like this, I think the first or second time they've ever done that. In, in the last 34 years. So, you know, they typically pick defensive line or something, you know. So I was surprised to see them to see them do do that. And I think similar to Ron, I mean, the players that they picked, um, we, we're about to go through that in a second. But, I mean, we, you look at our roster now, linebacker looks scary. And, I mean, what's really concerning to me is you don't really have anybody in the pipeline behind um uh, Malcolm Malcolm Jenkins, who's getting older, and, and safety. So I would have liked them to address a linebacker or safety, but maybe they'll do that, um, you know, with the unrestricted players that didn't get drafted. You know, the, which I think they're starting to move on that today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. I was shocked there was nobody in the secondary. Um, throughout the entire draft, folks in the secondary, that was the most players that were selected. Uh, So the meaning, safety, and cornerback positions were taken the most out of the entire draft. The Eagles, who seemingly have a need, didn't do it. Um, But I think there may be some psychology behind that. I'm giving them an A-. I'm going to give them an A- for the draft. And I think what they're doing is they're looking at the division. And the way that secondary came on strong towards the end of the year and now those guys are healthy, the guys that were out. I think that Schwartz and the crew feels like those replacement players that were there banded together, and he feels really confident in them going forward, clearly.
1: Yeah, I love the fact that you called them replacement players yeah, that's because that's exactly were. what they were. <laughs> I know, that's exactly what they were. But you're, you're, to your point, I, I think that had to have been mindset because they did come on strong. They did uh, towards the second second half of the year, you know uh, Maddox and a couple other guys back there. Uh, Sullivan they, they LeBlanc,
0: up. all those guys they played. Yes, yes,
1: yeah, yeah. LeBlanc was really good. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And uh, so, so you know, this this actually, so I can understand how you would go with the A minus based on the fact that hey, we don't really need to draft for those positions because we have right. young guys that that are only going to get better as as next season goes on.
0: Right, and and also as I mentioned, the division. Who do we have to worry about covering on the Redskins? Who do we have to worry about covering on the Giants? And honestly, outside of Amari Cooper, who we got to worry about covering on the Cowboys? That's half the season right there. I don't think they right. felt like it was a real need based on what the other guys They're in the problems. division are doing. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah, especially because, yeah, not- thank God, uh, the Giants will still have Eli throwing the ball, so that's great for us.
0: Oh, and even better... <laughs> I I hey, I'll take Eli or the other guy. What's his name? David Jones was, what was his name? Yeah,
1: him too. Yeah, something like David Duke. Who knows? Whatever. Yeah, the kid Duke. from Duke. The, which the, Yeah. Uh, the, Duke, the Duke football player.
0: The 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 Giants <laughs> have definitely done us a favor. The Redskins are clearly rebuilding, as are the Giants, but Haskins, who knows what he's really gonna be. Only team we really gotta worry about is the Cowboys and Though they beat us twice last year, I don't think there's much of a concern there at all, really. So
3: yeah, I mean, I think I think to your point though too is what I what it also shows is maybe you know how previous prior uh, coaching staffs so like maybe the Andy Reid however, they used to draft based on the position needs, so they would like force picks that we didn't need. You know, right. maybe maybe with this new new staff and this new uh, management. They really may have just been drafting best player available truly on, the board. on their
0: board, um, you know. I, so that's one thing that, I I don't think hopefully, that I think hopefully they I don't were come. also come. In, they were in need as well, though, as Ron alluded to. Offensive tackle. Well, let's let's go through let's go through the picks. So yeah, first, yeah, yeah. first yeah, round, think. yeah, we drafted uh, Andre Dillard, offensive tackle out of Washington State. Uh, we moved up three spots, gave up. One of those, I believe, third or fourth round picks to move up with the Ravens and drafted Mr. Dillard, who is, from what I'm hearing, most likely the best offensive tackle in the draft. You know, when I first saw right. it come through the screen, I was like, ah, uh. but it is isn't he Peters is only getting older. Clearly, right. Wentz, you're going to have to do everything you can Projection. to protect him. So I looked mm-hmm. at that as a solid pick. Nobody likes to see it. I thought they were going to move up and take the kid Sweat, uh, which the Redskins ended up getting, which mm-hmm. it would be interesting. Yeah. But um, I, I was I was okay with it. I was okay with the pick just because you got to start to think about replacing Jason Peters, and if you can get the best tackle in the draft at twenty two, I, I think you got to move you got to move on that. And apparently the Eagles had him as a top ten pick on their board.
1: Yeah, it it just, you know, it's a a matter of circumstance. At the end of the day, an offensive lineman is never a sexy pick. Um, An offensive lineman is never going to win the MVP. Um, But an offensive lineman will win a team MVP in that locker room for allowing a quarterback to sit back there and have all the time in the world. And that's what Carson needs. So, again, not a sexy pick, but definitely a valuable, valuable pick.
3: I was, I was happy when they picked it, honestly, man. It, it, you, win, you win the game in the trenches, as they say. So, you know, Jason Peters is not getting any younger. They keep bringing him back. He was supposed to retire five years ago, but he still is a high performer, so we've been lucky. But at some point, you don't want to get caught and not have anybody else to, to fill in when he when he gets injured, um, which seems like, despite last year, he's, he's kind of had a history of getting injured. know as the Mm -hmm. season progresses so i was i was happy with that pick and yeah like you said too i think everybody was saying he was a top 10 player on one of the top top offensive linemen in the draft so i was happy with it
0: yeah i I was cool i was cool with it and i think um the second round pick was the one that i think we all probably got the most i I could be wrong yeah yeah
3: I'm. i'm almost I, i I almost ordered my jersey
0: last night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would. I hope. I hope you bought it for your little man, but I wouldn't be too mad at
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I, I was
0: happy about the pick. So the guy we're talking about uh, out of Penn State is Mr. Miles Sanders. He was the understudy for. My man out in uh, New York, Mr. Saquon Barkley. Uh, waited two years and then last year tore it up. Um, had over 1,200 yards, averaged 5.8 yards a carry. Um, looked like the kid is phenomenal. Can catch out the backfield. And I think it's also another safety valve for Carson. You can't throw the winds 50,000 times a fucking game. You're going to have to have somebody else as a safety valve since you can't get it to Alshon Jeffrey. But that's another story. Um, so you needed somebody to kind of be able to dink and dunk to. And this kid looks excited, man. He really does. So
1: yeah, if, At the end of the day, if, you know, if he's playing behind Saquon Barkley, who's arguably one of the, you know, probably top three, um, you know, top five running backs in the league right now, then I'm sure he picked up a lot. Um So I think that it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. And also knowing that he doesn't have to come in and 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 be the man. He can come in, kind of ease his way into it. And you just know how as a Philadelphia running back, we love a running back that can come out of the backfield and catch a pass, can catch a screen. You know, it it goes back to Deuce Staley who who you know who did that for many years, and then Brian Westbrook and then, you know, we had uh, LaShawn McCoy. So hopefully he's gonna be the guy that you know, will be a a, a a big piece going forward. You know, and he gets to play. You know, behind and next to Jordan Howard, so that that's going to be a great thing too. A little
3: funner well,
0: yeah. we'll get into that. We'll get into that.
3: Yeah, the, I think the last time the Eagles used the second round pick on a running back was for Shady, and I seen I saw a lot of people. Maybe it was get they were getting caught in a moment, but they were comparing. Um, uh, Miles uh, Sanders to to Lashawn in terms of style of running back. So, and, and I'm gonna know, tell you another thing.
1: Kinda... He's also from. He's from Pittsburgh.
0: He's from Pittsburgh. It's a little it's eerie because like... one more thing. Yeah. He was drafted number 53 overall. You know who else was drafted number 53 overall? Mister mm. Lashawn McCoy is getting a little scary. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm.
1: It's getting spooky.
0: Well, let, let me ask y'all this. Right. Let me ask y'all this: How many backs did the birds keep last year? Four.
1: I Sounds about right. So, was it yeah. four or five? It may have been five, but I know we definitely
0: had. I think they call Adams well, up from the practice squad, so that doesn't really count. Yes. I think they, I think they kept four. Um, it was Sproles, Clements, Ajayi, and Smallwood right? Sm-
3: Smallwood, yeah.
0: Who are the four backs they keep this year?
1: Mm.
0: Now that we have Mr. Sanders on the roster.
3: For the sake of this discussion, we're assuming Sproles doesn't come back, right?
0: Right, right. Make it easy on us, Darren. Just retire, baby. Make it easy
1: on us. Word. Word. The Napoleon complex. That's probably not going to happen, but I get it. Um, Go ahead. Tell me what you think.
3: I think uh, I'll go Jordan Howard. Miles Sanders. Uh, then after that, I'll go. I'll go. Wendell Smallwood. I think somehow <laughs> he survives and makes it another. <laughs> I hit. like Smallwood. I like Smallwood. You know, and, and, and I was going to say, and, and actually, like he 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 put up good numbers last year. He was respectable. Um, I think Smallwood makes the team. Then the question becomes: Out of Corey Clement or Josh Adams, who do they That's pick? And, I'll, and I'm, I'm gonna go with um, I'll go with Corey Clement only because you know st- different type of style in terms of running um, between him and Josh Adams. Josh Adams is similar to Wendell Smallwood in a lot of ways, so I'll go with
1: yeah, Howard Sanders, Clement, and Smallwood.
0: Okay, I
1: think. I I honestly think that that's that's probably the four I was going to go with, um, you know. If if you have if you have Sanders there, I don't necessarily know that you stick with with Adams. Um, so that that's probably what's going to happen. But I tell you what, there's nothing nothing better than um, a training camp where you where you're pushing the guys in front of you. So you right. know, that, that's the great thing. They're worse problems to have.
0: You know, I'm I agree with those four Tay and. I'll say this. There's no guarantee in my mind that Jordan Howard will make the roster. He didn't give up much for him. It was a six-round pick. Um, if he comes into camp overweight, seemingly out of shape, I wouldn't be totally surprised if he did not make the roster. Now, we all hope that he does, and we get the guy we saw two years ago. Excuse me, but I wouldn't all the way say – He's going to get the job, be on the team, and be the guy, uh but I agree with that for
1: yeah yeah that'll be uh yeah, that'll be interesting, that'll be interesting and and again those those kind of moves happen all the time in uh in training camp, you know so that happens all the time, so you know the Eagles will have a decision on their hands, but like i said they there are worse decisions to have to make,
0: right so our uh, third round pick but uh shouts out to mr miles sanders real quick we happy to have you uh stay healthy baby don't do nothing crazy out there in the streets me make, make sure he's good out here all right make sure he's all right we need him <laughs> oh, no. stay out of, uh stay
3: out of night on broad or wherever the, <laughs> the
1: latest spot is in philly
3: i'm about to they, say there's no way, the way that still
0: exists <laughs> I <would hope> not. <laughs>
1: Damn, I'm gonna have to Google and shit. Oh man, yeah. I don't think you'll find it on Google.
0: (laughs) I don't think if it's open, I doubt it pops up on Google. (laughs) Yeah, I have to go to back page. Uh, So third round, we went receiver. We round out the three offensive positions that we referenced. I don't know anything about this guy, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, wide receiver out of Stanford. The tape I saw. He looked good. Um, kinda shocked me that they went receiver, being that Mac Hollins should be coming back. Got Deshaun Jackson, welcome back, baby, uh, in the off season as well. Um, I've been hearing rumors of trading Nelson Aguilar. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up cutting him, just because they've kind of put it out there that he's available and nobody's taking the bait. So typically when that happens, they say, okay, we we can't get any value for them. We're just going to let them go. Um, But what do you all think about that pick?
1: Again, um, you know, wide receivers and running backs are always sexy picks. Uh, You know, we love offense. So while I I was surprised by it. if it, if it helps Carson Wentz, and especially where we where we're going to need the help, and we always it seems like we always need it down in the red zone, he's a bigger target, mm-hmm. um, you know. So, so this will you know maybe he's the guy that that might come across the middle, you know. And he doesn't say for who for what. So, you know, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. But all in all, I, I like it. I like it. I'm going with it.
0: Yeah, he's a pretty big body guy.
1: Yeah, I think for me.
3: um like I, I think, like y'all said. I mean, we don't watch college, so I, I can't speak to what whatever they saw. I mean, you got to believe he was he was decent. I think a lot of people like that kid, DK Metcalf, um, over him. But I think overall, um, I haven't seen any bad um, opinions of this guy. Um, I say this is the one pick, slightly confusing, only because there were some safeties available. Um, I think it was that one kid from Washington Taylor Rapp that went um, a couple picks to the Rams afterwards I thought they may have been able to get you know a quality safety at that at that pick and that would have been you know a good value for what what their needs were are currently as well um you know like you said you you, you traded a draft pick and in, in, in the offseason to bring back Deshaun so you, and you got that kid Mac Mac Highlands I'm glad you mentioned him cuz a lot of people have forgot about him but he he showed some promise his first year when he was healthy and he was hurt last year. So you kind of got a lot of players now wide receiver, but you know, what I've been hearing is, is they're saying that he may be a potential replacement to Alshon. So I don't know. I mean, this is, this is one of those picks where I'm not mad at it, but I don't know. There were some safeties. I probably would have liked them to grab at that pick.
0: I, I, I agree with you there. Again, we, we like offense. Everybody likes offense. So, You know, nobody is truly mad at it, but you make a good point. Being at the secondary is what it is. Malcolm Jenkins is only getting older, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Safety might have been, you know, but maybe we don't know how they viewed safeties in that area. You know, this is still the second round. You would think there would have been somebody there, Um, but they they didn't pull the trigger there, so... It'll be interesting. I don't think receiver was really in need. Um, but oh, if this guy pans out, then hey. Yep. Agreed. So, all right. So we move on and this is round number four. We got uh, Penn State defensive end Sharif Miller. I'll be honest, now I'm going to have to take my A-minus back. I mean, <laughs> now that we're going through this. <laughs> Um,
1: Indian giving ass, nigga. Defensive
0: and Unless this guy is phenomenal, again, that could have been a position, a situation where we addressed the secondary. Mm. We got the kid uh, Barnett coming back, right? All right. We did get rid of Michael Bennin. Um. So maybe this was to address that. Um yeah. I don't know.
3: But you brought, you brought back Vinny Curry. I mean, some, they did do a couple of, and they got that other guy. They got the um, guy
0: from the Jaguars. I think he's a defensive yeah, Malik, tackle. Is he a tackle Malik, or an end? Malik, Malik Jackson? Yeah, is he a tackle or an end? I, I
3: think, think he's,
0: he's a, a right, right defensive tackle. He's a
3: tackle.
0: Okay. Um. So, I mean, maybe not, maybe not. It, it wasn't a terrible pick either. I don't think you could really go wrong with a defensive end. But when secondary seemingly does have a need, and I think, you know, I spoke about it when we began the show, what the thought process may have been around not addressing the secondary, then I get it. Um, Right. You know, Penn State, two Penn State guys. um, You got another guy. um, No, he's from Pittsburgh, but went to Penn State. But, you know, close to home guys, I think that they probably had – the ability to do a lot of research on these guys. Um right, able to keep eyes on right, right. So I'm not mad at it, man. I'm not mad at it.
3: Yeah, I think this kid actually is from Philly. Um I'm not sure what high school he went to, but um but yeah definitely a local a local um talent. But you know what? This is probably the pick um the pick that uh you know they gotta keep short happy and you know he always tries to rotate those defensive linemen. So right, maybe this was right. a pick to, you know, they, they usually draft defensive linemen earlier in the draft. So this this probably was something just to keep just to keep them happy.
0: That's that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, so right now the depth chart looks like Derek Barnett, uh, Brandon Graham, Chris Long, Vinny Curry, um, Josh Sweat. And a Deshaun Hall, who i'm not I'm not too familiar with those guys, and then a Joe Osman, so I mean, you know maybe maybe it wasn't a bad pick because I don't think the Eagles still know what Chris Long is doing, right?
3: I was gonna say, uh I think this was also the pick two to your point. Uh, Chris Long told them, assume he's not coming back it was the last right. communication I think they said he gave out, so this was probably a guy to pick up just as a stopgap in
1: case Chris mm. Long eventually decides that he's not coming back. Right. Um, and, it, and all so. signs are pretty much pointing to that. So, Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, okay. You, yeah. Uh, Sharif Miller, he is a, a Philly product. He went to, uh, he went to uh, Frankfurt, I believe. He went to Frankfurt. So Okay. Well, i take it all guy. back.
2: Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Philly guy. <laughs> uh,
1: and, and just doing a little more research he actually is a diehard Eagles fan. Uh, watched the Super Bowl with his grandfather, you know. So wow. you know he's 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 living the dream right now, my man. He's living oh. the dream. So hopefully, hopefully he can contribute to another parade.
0: Can we get a boys in the huddle? Case- can, can we get a boys in the huddle exclusive definitely- documentary on Mr. Sharif? Can we tell the story? Let me make a phone call. <laughs> let me make a phone call. <laughs> tell Trotter that we he needs to holler at us. Yeah,
1: let me get definitely out to <laughs>
3: Well, he might be the one draft draft pick that knows about night on broad, so we definitely got to keep, <laughs> keep him out of it. Keep him out of it.
0: So then Don't we got it, Sharif. Uh, Sharif. Welcome to town, baby. Uh, big thing, we not expect, welcome big to town, things. We expect big things. Welcome back home. Yeah, welcome yeah. home. Welcome home, Jack. Um, but this fifth round pick, I think this one was pretty interesting. Um,
3: oh yeah, pretty pretty fucking stupid. Um, go, ahead. go ahead. My fault. My
0: fault, too. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I go this for
3: pick.
0: it. Speak your mind. So, Speak I, out. This is, why,
3: this, is, <laughs> this is why I gave them a, a B minus because, I mean, to me, they I, I like I understood all the picks, but then you pick up, they basically drafted a practice player, right? And, you know, you get these quarterbacks that are developmental projects, they call them and to eventually serve as backups to, to Carson, who, who the Eagles have gotten behind. And I don't understand the pick because there was you could have drafted other positions for that. This is a waste of a pick for me. Um, mm-hmm. Sudf- Sudfield was the guy that you've already put that investment in. I understand he'll be a free agent at the end of the season, but the way that they got Nate Sudfield was he was a six-round pick by the Redskins, and then they, they cut him. So then they picked him up. Off waivers. I mean, that's the kind of move that that should be doing if you're going to invest in in developing, you know, a, a quarterback that you don't expect to be a starter. And they yeah. said one of the one of the scouts said totally. the upside for him. They said the upside for this guy is that one day he may be a solid backup. Like that's his wow. upside. Like yeah. why are you wasting a pick on that shit? Well, I didn't understand. I didn't. I didn't like it. But what, what did y'all think?
1: So here's what I think. Right, I agree that it is a little bit weird that they pick a quarterback in the fifth round, um, especially with, with the other positions that we could have addressed. Like you said, linebacker. Linebacker is the place where I think that we really need, we really need help there. Um, but he is a – I mean, he went to Northwestern, so clearly he's a very smart quarterback. Um, And now what Five was saying, and for those who don't know who Five is, Donovan was saying that this may be one of those, you know, not necessarily a make-or-break year for Carson Wentz, but if Carson Wentz isn't able to do it in the next year or two, well, then you may have to start to look somewhere else.
0: Man, get the fuck out of here. For one, fuck a five. five. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> we still got to have an episode to address five, his bitch ass. <laughs> for two, this guy's not going to be the guy that, if it's a make or break year for Car- for Carson, this guy's not going to come into play. So, I mean, right. that's just that doesn't even make any sense. You're going into the season now with Carson Wentz, who's been injured two out of his three years, Nate Sudfield, who hasn't proven anything, and then this guy? And for those who don't know, we haven't – I don't think we actually said who he is. Clayton Thorson from Northwestern, 6'4", 222. You're going into it with those three quarterbacks when your, your guy has had a, a history of being – of season-ending injuries? Like, yeah, I got it. All right, I'm going I'm going down to B+. Not A-minus anymore, but at a B-plus now. Just thinking through this when you still do have other needs. Now linebacker, I don't think the Eagles clearly, the Eagles do not value the linebacker position. Um, Just like a lot of teams don't value the running back position. I think it's because Jim Schwartz's scheme does not call for a stud linebacker. He likes guys that can fall back into coverage. Doesn't mean we couldn't use a guy to still be able to do that. Uh, But linebacker does not seem to be a position the Eagles uh, give a high value to. But Back to this shit. I mean, Donald McNabb. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not gonna get too much in him, but for him to say, <laughs> but for him to say that this is a make-or-break year for Carson, which now that you've gotten rid of Nick Foles, I wouldn't even necessarily say that. I wouldn't necessarily say that it is, because now the Eagles got to ride with him. They're gonna have to see this through. Just like this is the same reason why Pumphrey is still on the roster. Because they can't bring themselves to admit they made a bad fucking choice. Pumphrey is actually still on the damn team. Fourth round running back from a few years ago. So if you made this decision about Nick Foles, there's no way this is a make or break here for Carson Wentz. You've said this is the guy, whether he plays like shit or not next year, he's still going to be the guy. You're still going to give him a contract. It may not be as big of a contract, but he ain't going nowhere unless he physically can't play. So fuck all that shit Donovan's talking about, but for the Eagles to go into this season with these three guys as your quarterback, that's the main concern I have about the team. That is the number one concern that I have. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. We're very we're very short at a position that is imperative to, you know, to the spirit of your team. Um, you know, to, if Carson goes down, and we have to rely on Nate Sussell. Well, we might as well just take our jerseys off and go home. Right. Because it's going to be a very, very long year.
0: Why wouldn't you groom Sudfeld and bring in a veteran? Because Carson's right. ego is going to be hurt. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it is. Bringing a guy that's going to have going have to be able to step in and possibly protect the team if he is to go down again. So to go into it with these three, I, I really don't like it, man. I'm a Nick Foles guy, as you all know, and I would have liked to see him stay, but they had to do what they had to do. I would have think they would try to get a Nick Foles type of backup. There's nobody that can be Nick Foles. Let's get that clear.
1: There's only Mm -hmm. one Nick Foles, baby.
0: Only one big stick Nick. But I would think you would have maybe tried to get a Fitzpatrick or would that have threatened Carson's uh, ego as well. But ought to be somebody out there. Even Blake Bortles could have brought him in. He went to the Rams. Somebody where you know he's been through the fire a bit because the team is going to be good. We're back in the playoffs, maybe threatening for another ring. You got to protect the team, not this guy's ego.
3: Talks like you were fine. just... It sounds like he was just as, as as upset as me. I'm glad I wasn't alone <laughs> with that draft pick. I refuse to say that guy's name. I, I couldn't believe they they drafted that guy. Man, made no sense. No sense.
0: Yeah, man. Do you
3: think? Do you think? Uh, to your to your point, who you think the roster? Um, you think it's worth a look at somebody like Kaepernick who's out there as a backup? Oh.
1: Please.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. To say it, it's but, never going to happen. There were rumors of Carolina, rumors of the Patriots. Um, I think the Patriots drafted a quarterback late. They did. Don't they did, know yeah. if I don't know if the yeah. Panthers did. I don't. I don't. That doesn't sound like they did. But I didn't follow it that much. Yeah, Kaepernick would make sense to look at, but I'm at the point now if if he's not in a camp by in the next month. Then it's, it's not over. happening. Yeah,
1: it's
0: over. It's just not gonna happen. And shut up, shut I doubt court. he'll be in ours because they're not letting. They just drafted this kid, so he's. I guess they could always send him down to the practice squad. Um, I don't know. It just seems like uh, Doug is not a guy to make that type of that type of move. He stayed away from it for a while now. Just even the well, conversation.
3: I agree with you. I think it's 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 ugly out there right now. Um, in terms of the, the veteran free agent quarterbacks, I'm looking at a list now. It's it's Josh McCown and Kaepernick, and then after that, it's like Geno Smith, Osweiler, Mark mm-hmm. Sanchez. I, I'll just oh, Stop. After Ooh, that. yeah,
0: stop. Just, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> that's
1: enough. If they bring that, if they if somebody brings in Sanchez, fuck it, You might as well bring in Foss. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna bring Martinez,
0: Sanchez, focus on. Josh yeah. Josh Johnson, when he was with the Redskins, didn't play bad last year. Played a lot better than Mark Sanchez. Uh, hopefully, somebody puts him on a roster. He, he he showed he can play in the NFL. Um, but if that's the list of guys, yeah, I mean McCown isn't bad, it, it, but. You know, a McCown McCown would make sense. He's old, but he's a veteran. He can probably still get the ball downfield. I wouldn't be mad at a guy like that. I wouldn't be mad at that. But that would make more sense to going into it with these three. Right now, I have to believe that's not going to happen. I would have to believe they're going to do something to protect Carson Wentz. I know they like Sudfeld. I understand that. And when I've seen him, he looked okay. But I think we have a chance to win the division, go fall into the playoffs, and once you do that, you never know what can happen. So you want to want to protect the most valuable position in the game. Right now, they're not doing that. I have to think they're smarter than that. Howie Roseman was ranked number two GM in all of football. I'd have to think they're smarter than that, but we'll see.
3: Yeah, I think we. I think it sets the stage. Sets the stage for an interesting training camp, off season. You know, that's a lot of times when more moves to be made. I'll be surprised if they go into the season with these three. Um, on the roster. That'll be very surprising to me, but they just drafted a quarterback who I refused to name. So who
0: knows? <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, I mean, you know, we <laughs> yeah, that's, that was a bad one. I, I, I don't know. I'm going down to B plus cause I really liked the first three picks and I also like the fourth pick. We uh, didn't have a lot of picks. Uh, so, like you said, Dante, really I want to say B, but just to separate a little bit, uh, I really like those first three picks, especially Sanders. I think he has a – he's. if I'm waiting this, I think he might be the best running back in the division, and that's saying a lot. I think he has the potential to be the best running back in the division. 5'11", 210 right now. He ain't no little guy.
1: Damn. maybe you stepping out on a – you stepping
0: out on the limb with that one. Zeke is a fucking fag. Zeke is out here behind the well, best.
1: I'm not talking best. about this. He's a fag. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a hell of a
0: running back. I he's he's not. That. He's not. He's behind the biggest line, in the in the, the best line in the NFL. He's overrated. I don't, I don't think he's really that great of a back. Barkley, he's, he's the real deal. Uh, this guy sat back and watched Barkley for two years, so he learned a few things. And sometimes the student... Out does the teacher. So I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was waiting for yeah. that. Let me let me take back the the f word. I didn't mean to offend anyone. Um, that came out the wrong way. He's not the faggot. That's a bad word. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> we episode fifteen to be politically correct. <laughs> Yeah, something about Better that word. Never, a lot of people don't Better like that word. Never. That's you know. Yeah, I,
1: I, yo, you know what, real shit. I'm, I'm going away from that word myself. Yeah, I'm I don't, I don't even say that
0: word. So that's why I'm apologizing. I don't even, I don't even yeah, say yeah, that yeah. word. He's a yeah, bitch ass yeah, yeah. motherfucker, is what he is. Word.
3: But yeah. you know, what, to 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 your earlier comment though, I think at the end of the day though, if 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 let's say if, if, if they hit on Sanders. And the, and the first pick that they uh, uh, they picked a tackle. I mean, this is going to be an A draft. Like if they can't uh, hit yeah. on those
0: two, right,
3: to, right, to, exactly. forget yeah, about, forget about everybody. Else. Exactly. Like and they, say the receiver,
0: say the receiver ends up being a young Alshon Jeffrey. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah, you got a triple-headed right. monster right there.
0: Right. Well, from there, they'll just cut out, Sean, but still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you still you, know, for, you, you still know, forget about my man, Go Dirt. You know what I mean? We still got Go Dirt. We still got Ertz. <laughs> 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 we still got D-Jack back in action, so we good. Go Dirt. I'm,
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm watching. Um, I mean, this is probably this is speculating, but we should just keep an eye on, the temperature between the Eagles and Alshon, because if it's true that you know, a lot of the issues with the Wentz news and all that was an issue between him, Wentz and, and Alshon. You know that the, the team and organization is going to get behind Wentz, so we gotta keep an eye on the temperature between the Eagles and Alshon. Hopefully, we
0: we, yeah. we gotta keep an eye on y'all niggas not believing nothing. I told y'all there was truth to that shit. Y'all, we can't oh, believe I do. everything we hear. Ain't nobody likes his ass. That's why they should have tried to keep Foles and trade his ass away. Shit. Fuck around Thorson. We're going to be forced to have Thorson out there fucking with this guy. Y'all don't fucking believe nothing. Y'all didn't believe that Cam and Hove could get on the stage together. What happened? Who said it? It was me.
3: I couldn't. It's a little choppy. What did you say?
0: I said, y'all motherfuckers didn't want to believe that Cam and Hove. Could hit the stage together, and what happened this past weekend? Welcome to New York I City. I wasn't part of that
3: com- I wasn't part of I mean, this is a conversation you
0: had with Ron. Oh yeah, you weren't you weren't there. That was me, Ron, and Jason. Nobody, uh-huh. don't act uh-huh. like you believe that it could happen now. You could easily I mean, say I it now because it happened.
1: But.
0: Yeah, be where you I, was there too. I'll shout you out, my nigga. Why you say it so sad, nigga? Well,
1: no. See, you're kind of changing what the conversation was.
0: Yeah, I'm the not changing. The conversation.
1: Well, you are because the conversation was actually that it would be a bigger deal if Mason Cam went out together than if Hov and Cam went out together.
0: I didn't say Mason Cam. I don't give a fuck about no Mace. You Uh-oh, y'all might have argued down that. Downstairs. Huh? Yeah, you weren't there. Oh, okay. You weren't
1: there. That, well, you must not have been there. That's the conversation that we were having.
0: But y'all we also said that, that, that you happen. didn't think you. I, y'all said it would be dope, but you're like it never happened. Never happened was the exact words. I'm just saying, y'all niggas gotta have a little more hope, man. <laughs> have a little so more. So anyway, hope.
1: we're just not going to name that quarterback from the but fifth round. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? But, yeah, no, that was a super dope moment, though. Shit. Those tickets went faster than a bitch, too. Lord knows I was trying. I had the phone, two browsers open, and nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I would have had a great night that night. Shout out to Hove, man. That nigga knows how to throw a party.
0: Yeah, man. I hope they make that shit available. I definitely want to see it in totality. I was looking right. all over YouTube hoping somebody did me some favor, but didn't happen. But we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. We're going to do a quick draft analysis based on what we saw and what we know about uh, college football. And what we really know is the Eagles. And we know what what some of the holes that we had to fill. And overall, I think we addressed uh, some some of those holes. But I think that the big head scratcher was that fifth-round pick drafting the quarterback from Northwestern. Definitely could have got a linebacker. Definitely could have got a corner or safety. safety. Um, but honestly, what's the chances of that guy panning out in the fifth round if we're keeping it funky? So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, as you alluded to, John Dante, if those guys at the top half of the draft pan out are cornerstones of the team, that's an A+. Plus. That's a home run. Because Amen. some teams had 12 picks. None of those guys will fuck around and pan out, you know. And maybe two or three of them do, but if we're able to get two or three guys to pan out with just five, I'll take that. And I think that's where we're headed. Right. But um, do y'all want to give a prediction, or is it too early for that?
1: Nah, I think we just I think we just wrap it up right here, and uh, and we we'll see what happens, man. You know what I'm saying? So. With that said, man, Blackbirds, you know what I
3: mean? The Blackbirds I mean,
0: episode. <laughs> we, no we neglected the black Eagles bird. all year, so we had to we had to somewhat try to make up for it. Um, no so, yeah, we'll be right back at y'all next week or a couple of weeks. Either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the huddle, and the marathon continues. Peace. Peace.
2: And uh, so, as so, uh, some time we go back to the eagle show. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, see so the so Okay. Fly, eagle, fly. All around is victory. Fly, eagle, fly. And the chest they want to bring. And the wolf, and the hive. And the last of the eagles fly. Fly, eagle, fly. I the world It victory! Eat it Eat Eat Eat